mega level. Oh, mega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Omega Level. As far as I know, um... I don't think my parents ever paid the Chinese fine for having like a third child, so I don't have a birth certificate. <laughs> they had to pay that fine in America. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> and it's 20,000 yen. So. <laughs> I don't even know how much it is. <laughs> no. I know that's like actually someone's name. It's like that's how much they had to pay for like the fine for having that kid. They had to pay 20,000 yen? It's something like that, yeah. Oh Regardless, they called him like they, they named him the fine. <laughs> <laughs> What an awful reminder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know why we're broke? 20,000 yen? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be terrible. Yeah. So, in a bit of news this week, have you heard about the, the Batman? We got, we got more of the Batman castings. Have you heard about that? Uh, I know Robert Pattinson is Batman. Mm-hmm. I know that Matthew McConaughey is Harvey Dent. Yeah, dude. How and, awesome is that? Uh, Zoe Kravitz so, is uh, Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz, yeah, is Catwoman. Well, now Colin Farrell is in talks to join as Penguin. I, mean, I don't really care for that casting. I think he'd be really good at it, but this next I'm about to talk about, they should have been flipped. Andy Serkis is up for Alfred. Oh, yeah, that's He right. should be Penguin. Yeah. 100%. I think, 100%. Yeah, I think people already had that fan casting before, didn't they? Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I'm sure he'll do a good Alfred, but... Oh, yeah, he'll be amazing. But, I don't know. I like Colin Farrell a lot. I mean, he'll be good, but I'd rather see Andy Serkis. This is kind of this is a pretty weird cast so far. Yeah, it is. Matt McConaughey is too star studded like, though. Star studded, yeah. But how many villains do we need in the first Batman movie? Yeah, it's like we're going Amazing Spider-Man two level here. Yeah, we're getting a little overload for the first one. Penguin. Why have we never Tuesdays. had a Mister Pig centered Batman <laughs> movie? Where is my Calendar Man centered yeah. Batman movie? Yeah, where's Ratman? Oh my god, dude, get out right now! No, that's the sequel. Those three. Hey, I'm fine with it. How could you go from Where's these three? Man? How can you go from these three to those guys? I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, why not? We went big the first one. We're going small this time. Well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to see that at all. <laughs> Professor Pig though could be done really well. He's a sadistic person. They get nev- they. Oh yeah, we've also never had a uh, Mad Hatter movie. No, and I could see that done. Yeah, I could definitely see that. We had Scarecrow before, and he can mm-hmm. do something similar, except make it even more trippy. Yeah, and he's just, Madden Hatter is really sinister too. Yeah, at times. I, I've kind of always hated him as a character too, because it's just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost the same thing with Batwoman with her like arch rival Alice. It's like, all right, cool. So you read Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Madden Hatter would love that, right? <laughs> See, his Alice the character has always been like vehemently opposed to the idea that her and Mad Hatter are in any way have anything to do with each other. Really? Yeah, like when she was first introduced, that was like in the comic itself. People were expecting and questioning whether or not she was involved with the Mad Hatter. If they had like a like a, cr- a criminal villain thing going on, so I was like, no, I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with that That's guy. <laughs> don't work for him. You never see ca- uh, villains interact like that, right? I have nothing to do with that guy. She was always saying that to like to Batwoman and shit. And, like I don't, I don't, nothing to do with that guy. Nothing to do with him. But that is right for a crossover. It's like right there for you. You're both obsessed with, you know, Lewis Carroll books. 
I know you don't care, but uh, I know this was already announced a while ago, but I don't think we've discussed it on the cast. Uh, Adventure Time's getting an extension on HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah, it's nice. getting four one-hour specials. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So it's getting two movies, basically. Well, considering that their movies were usually like 30 minutes. Uh, oh, it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's getting like eight it's movies. Like, it's <laughs> like eight movies, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, I guess. Remember, they have 10-minute episodes, so. Dude, speaking of HBO Max, I have no idea what they're doing with the DC Universe app. Because some of the shows that are on there are going to be on HBO Max, but some aren't. And they just today announced that Titans is getting a third season coming yeah, out next year. I just read that. On the DC Universe. What is going on here? I was thinking that it was going to absorb the DC Universe app. If so, maybe they can revive Swamp Thing. It's not going to happen as much <laughs> as you wanted to. It failed because of financial reasons. Because those morons paid yeah. to create the Swamp itself. It's not a digital thing. They actually built it. But then when they're not filming the show, they have to store it somewhere and pay that huge, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars storage fine or storage fee for it. And, and they're like, why did we do this? We I should see a problem here. be filming this year thing. long. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, they, they're idiots, dude. Whoever was in charge of doing that didn't think that through. My confusion with the HBO streaming services is, like, there's, like, four of them. Well, there's only one now. HBO Max will be the whole thing. Okay, really? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I know they had like HBO Go, HBO Now. Well, Now and Go are the same thing. They were just called different things on different devices. It was really weird. Go is the first one. Okay. And then there was Now. Because I used to have Go. And then I had Now. now. It's the same thing. And yeah, now it's going to be Max. Which is going to have like all brand new stuff. And it's going to have a lot of CW shows. Because I didn't know this until recently. But HBO owns CW. They're all owned by the same company. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So the shows that will be on the CW network will air on their app after like like throughout the season. But when the season ends, some of them or all of them, I'm not sure which, some of them will go straight to HBO Max and you can like binge the whole thing. I know that's happening with like Batwoman and I think Supergirl, like the DC shows will go on HBO Max, but throughout the season you have to watch them on the CW app. Okay. And it's like why are we being so complicated? Yeah. That's what I don't know. There's so many streaming services now. There's not enough. It's like you're paying for cable again. There's not enough, dude. I need thirteen <laughs> services all at fifteen dollars a pop. It I needs mean, to be twice, two to three times a, the price of cable. That already exists if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, it really does. Yeah. I mean, I don't pay for all of them, but just myself, I have access to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, C- the CBS app, DC Universe. I just got Apple Plus myself. Uh, Disney Plus comes out this week. I'm getting that. It comes out today, like the release of this podcast. Yeah, I know today. I'm getting that. They had like uh, NFL packages or whatever. Yeah, they had the NFL stuff. Dude, there's just so much. Yeah. It's unreal. We need more. Yeah. We need more. And they have like Pornhub Live. And <laughs> 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 then we get to the real important ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So oh what man. comics are we talking about? Well, hold on. I have one more news bit. Okay. So Kevin Feige just confirmed recently that Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight, those three specifically, will appear in the MCU movies after their seasons are done. After their show wraps. So like Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Scarlet Witch have already been in movies, so there's no reason to be like, hey, they'll be in movies too. And, and we, are, we know. That's happened. But this is possibly setting the precedent that all these TV show characters, their seasons are most likely going to be one season, and it's to introduce the character to the audience, and then they get to go and be in movies. So if Moon Knight's going to be in a movie, does this mean that we might possibly get a Midnight Suns movie with Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, and Blade? That would be freaking awesome. They could like hunt Dracula in there or something. That would be really cool. We don't have a Blade series, though. But they've announced that Blade's doing something. Mahershala Ali is cast as him. It's oh, either yeah, going to be a yeah, series or a movie. Yeah. yeah. And they were going to have a Ghost Rider Robbie Reyes Hulu show that was like an offshoot of the Agents of Seal- S.H.I.E.L.D. persona that he had. But they canceled that. 
My problem with Ghost Rider is like I feel like nothing's a threat to him. Well, yeah, the pennant's there and everything's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, even then, like, what damage does he take? Well, I mean, Thanos can kill him. He's proved that. But we don't have Thanos in the MCU anymore, so I'm pretty sure Ghost Rider now just controls everything. Seriously, though, is there a way to kill him? Ghost Rider? Yeah. I don't know if he you... He keeps coming back, doesn't he? You can't kill... I don't think you can kill the spirit of Ghost Rider itself, but yeah. you can kill, like, the human that inhabits. It's kind of like Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing can't die. Yeah. But Swamp Thing's also not... Well, I mean, uh, he's not a spirit, though. No. Yeah. In order to destroy him, you'd have to destroy, like, the planet. <laughs> yeah, all the green. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, Superman can do it. I mean, we're trying Wonder to do it right now, it. so we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So for comics this week, we're going to talk about the first issues of X-Men and of Marauders. Yeah, we're behind. And what's funny about Marauders is all six of these came out. There's six X-Men titles, and Stephen was like looking at the covers and like looking at the cast, and he's like, I can't get all of these every week. I'm just going to go ahead and drop Marauders. Yeah. So he drops Marauders. It comes out. Marauders is awesome. He reads it. And he likes it. Guess what's back on Steven's list now? I think that was like within a day I yeah. added it back. Marauders <laughs> is already back. <laughs> like, I can't get this one. Read it. I got to get this one. I mean, that's the best one I've read so far. It's really good, dude. X-Force is probably right, right behind it. Those are my one and two, but I like X-Force the most. Yeah. I, I expect X-Men to probably eventually be the best because Hickman has already stated that the X, the main X-Men book will feature everybody. Like, it'll rotate characters in and out. Yeah. I mean, they're already rotating throughout them. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Like, uh, was, was Storm in X-Force? Storm's, I think, been in every one of them so far. <laughs> Damn near. Yeah, dude. She's been, she was uh, in X-Force, I believe. She was in X-Men. She's in Marauders. And she was in... I don't think three. she was in New Mutants. Th- there's been five so far, and she's been in those three. I don't yeah. think she was in Excalibur or New Mutants. I don't expect her to be in Fallen Angels. No, she'll show up. What are you doing <laughs> here? Making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I love how heavily they're using her, though. I mean, Wolverine will be in all of them, too. Yeah, unfortunately. Kitty, Wolverine sucks. Kitty was in X-Force. Yeah. That was a surprise. Kind of had to be, but we're not oh talking yeah, about so that. So, yeah, Storm was definitely in that. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, because they She's been in three of, show up. three of the five that we've read so far. Yep. Yeah. All right, so... What did you think of X-Men? Because so far, that's like my third or fourth favorite. So it's my least favorite story that they're exploring right now, and it's because I'm going to trigger some people here. I don't like Cyclops. I have never liked him. He's ultra boring to me. He's Superman without powers that are nearly as cool. He's just this Boy Scout straight-laced person. And I, I know they've done a lot over the past like 10, 15 years to erase that narrative with him and try to make him a villain before they've tried to make him a lot more interesting and give him more depth. But I mean, even through those stories, I still read, I read them. I'm still like, you suck, man. (laughs) You're just Scott Summers, dude. I don't care that you have an attitude now. Like, I just don't like you. I just don't like the character. I will say in X-Men one is like one of the best presentations I've seen of him so far. I did like, I didn't hate him in that, but it was still like, can we focus on the other people here, please? Yeah, well, I think this is going to be a Scott-centered comic series for the most part. It, seems. it is. Hickman seems like he's obs- Hickman is obsessed with the Summers family, which is annoying. Yeah, and then Wolverine also lives there, which I think is hilarious. But that's oh. also because he's just Jean Grey's uh, boy toy. Yeah, well, so he's her boy toy. I love how you pointed this out to me, and I didn't notice it. I had to go back and look at it. That all three of their rooms and like the blueprint plan, they're yeah. all connected. Yep. No, they're the only ones that are. Doesn't seem like there's any doors there. Yeah, no. <laughs> Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine can just go back and forth between their rooms. Hmm, I wonder why that is. It's mm-hmm. a kinky design. Yeah, and also her room is directly between theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Some threesomes going on. Anytime. Hey, we got to make more mutants, bro. Anytime. We got to make more mutants. Yeah, but like, 
You think she'd already be pregnant by now? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think so, right? <laughs> Speaking of that, I love the little. It was like a small little moment they had in uh, X Men One when they're uh, the Summers Clan at the Summers house is getting ready to have like this big dinner, and Cable is talking. Young Cable is talking to someone. I can't remember who it was, but they're talking about guns. It's like Ramus or something. Uh, Raza. Raza. Talking to Raza, and he's like, uh, he takes Raza's gun, and Raza's telling him like how cool it is, and he looks over to Jean. He's like, Mom, can I trade guns with Raza? It's like Cable. Yeah. A walk here. It's young little Cable's all excited. Like, hey, Mom, talking to Jean. Who is Raza? I, I don't even know, honestly. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it was like young Cable. Like, if you read X Men, you know who Cable is and yeah. how badass and like gruff that character is. And he's just, hey, mom, can I trade guns? Like a little kid on Christmas. Yeah, I thought that was that was a really funny. Awkward. I thought it was cute and funny. It was like, oh, look at Cable and his little young naivety. But I yeah, like that. Let's talk about the beginning, though. I still think it's kind of annoying that we have young Cable. I'm not into that whole. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I like old gruff. I'm here to save stuff and kill people, Cable. Yeah, that's my dudes. All right, so in X-Men 1, we get the beginning opening of it is Xavier giving Cyclops his glasses for the first time. Yeah. For him to be able to actually, like, see and control his abilities. And it's like, who cares? So then we move <laughs> on. <from> the <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, sure, I guess that's cool for, for we've Cyclops seen that, fans. Like, 50 different times, haven't we? This is the first time we've ever seen that. Okay. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to rehash that and make sure we know that he gave them to him. We would never have remembered that otherwise. So then from there, we get Cyclops and Storm, who are, they get joined up by Magneto and Polaris, and they're on a mission to save a bunch of captured mutants who are being experimented on. And we just like, like, the, like the last Orchid uh, facility, too. And isn't like the Orchid like facility, I believe all. is what it is, yeah. Yeah. And they, are, uh, they have pretty cool little, like, small fight scenes. Magneto shows up and just, like, I'm here, destroys stuff, because that's what he does. Yeah, but, like, something I was wanting to talk about is, like, uh, they have some almost like fascist type speech throughout this whole like uh this fight i mean when work is yeah because they're talking about uh say like be careful cyclops if you look close enough you can see the desperation in their eyes suicide bombs and serving the greater good are always the last refuge of a conquered people yeah so we're conquering them how are we huh yeah is that also, what we're doing storm yeah they said they're stomping out mankind also like when you're talking about like, when Magneto shows up and does uh, Plars uh, ask him something or something, uh, and he's like, "I don't like this rabble beneath my feet." And right. Just, yeah. Just wraps them all up, and I was like, "Wow." Didn't you go through the Holocaust, Magneto? Is this <laughs> not? <laughs> this not ringing a bell. Oh, I mean, that's kind of like yeah, their point with that character. He's like, "Yeah, not? you're not on the other side right now. Exactly. Let's calm it down there." Well, also, like, this is the second time he references themselves as gods. Yeah, that's true. Because when they're uh, rescuing all those kids, they acknowledge that one pod is not like the others. Mm -hmm. And they rescue that girl. And that's the, the post-human. Yeah, post-human. It's the first post-human that they have seen. And they even make a point they to mention... They talked about that in Hawks, right? Yeah. Okay. They, they made the, well, that's what the humans at the end of that, in, like, the year 1000 are. Yeah. They're post-humans. But they make a point to mention in this, too, that it seems like the humans are working much quicker than they thought they were going to be yeah. because they already have created a post-human. That's like a huge deal, and it's already happened in X-Men 1. Yeah. It's not supposed to happen yet. The kid said something about gods. I can't remember, but Magneto's like, the only gods that are here stand before you now. Yeah, that's the <laughs> post-human that says that to him. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. And then the post-human like teleports away, and they can't get to it. Yeah. Well, Magneto wants to go after, but Cyclops is like, that's not the mission. And he's like, I'm an Omega. He turns Sit to down, the Scott. right, and there's like 30 kids that are <laughs> like, saving first. I was like, what the hell are you doing, Magneto? We need to leave. Yeah. 
Can we not go after her? We've been experimented on. I also find it's pretty cool that they have those little plants from Kokoa that they can plant anywhere and yeah, just instantly just, creates a gate. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking awesome. But like, how do they get rid of these gates? I don't they, think they ever they do, do they? They do. <laughs> do they? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they explained how they disappear. No, not yet. But I don't think it matters because if you're not a mutant or have the permission of a mutant, you can't enter anyway. Oh, yeah. Things leave right. more of the hell they want. Yeah. Yeah. The world's polluting the world with portals everywhere. That was the big problem <laughs> with uh, an Excalibur when we talk about that at some point. That was the issue with that. That's why Morgan LeFay was all pissed off. Because this portal showed up and she couldn't do anything with it and couldn't enter it. Oh, yeah. And it's also like siphoning magic, wasn't it? Uh, she thinks it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Morgan's just, you know, but still paranoid. Though, like, Apocalypse pointed out that they couldn't enter through that one or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they brought it to him. He goes, like, hey, we, we don't know what this is and we can't go through it. Kitty also can't go through one, but we'll talk oh, about spoilers. that in a second. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She broke her nose. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty <laughs> awesome. So they do this mission. They get everybody. They come back to Rokoa, and then whoa, Magneto whoa. gets this, uh, like... Can I interrupt? Before oh we... God, you're like, annoying me so much right sorry, now. I hate your voice. Like, uh, you're kind of skipping one of the best parts. Is what? the fact that, like, all those scientists turn themselves into gorillas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then get their asses whipped. Guys talking about like, well, they're about to get our critical like scientific information yeah. or something. It's like, should we destroy it? It's like, no. They can pry it from my cold dead hands <laughs> and like shoot themselves up with gorilla juice. And then they all get waxed. Yeah, well, yeah. It's just so is all the X Men talking and they're like, Wait, you hear that? It sounds like a bunch of wild and like a bunch of gorillas come out of nowhere. And Cyclops <laughs> has as much as you hate Cyclops, he has a pretty funny line that I don't know. I kinda hate it and kinda love it at the same time because it's just so unusual it's like guys be careful these gorillas are pretty savvy they all have phds <laughs> <laughs> and i also hate that panel because like mean like i kind of like how they look flat against the background or something all the gorillas do but all the characters are at the forefront but like cyclops has two chins that's <laughs> his second uh mutant power have you not seen that the double chin i don't know if you noticed that like uh. you can straight up see it like kind of attached to his other chin oh wow <laughs> yeah that is crazy as they're about to fight all the gorilla rods. Yeah. Also, there's a close-up shot of Storm's face where she look, kind of looks like a cross-dresser. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She did not look good in that panel. I mean, she's Aurora Monroe. I'm pretty sure she does what she wants. I said that robot chick looked interesting, though. Um, Kar- Karima? Yeah, something right, like her that. Name? Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, formidable. You know about her? I, I assume she's existed in other series. To be honest, no, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who she is. <laughs> I know they said she has like a sentinel type brain, doesn't she? Yeah, she's uh a, she's like an, she's an android or not an android, what is that? Um I mean, cyborg. Cyborg, thank you. Yeah, okay. she's a cyborg. I was like a human and machine cyborg. I think yeah, she's a cyborg. kind of the same thing. It kind of, yeah. But I think an android's like a sentient a sentient creation, right? But a cyborg is an augmented person. Okay, you're probably right. And I think she's an augmented person. I think. I could be wrong. Like could be wrong. I don't remember. But yeah, she and I mean in, in House and Powers, she they illustrated how badass she was. They oh, emphasized that. the same that. chick? Okay. Yeah, she the same girl. different. Yeah, it's the same one from the year 10 story because that's... X-Men 1 is just... Well, everything is leading from the year 10 story. Yeah. Like, that's just the continuation. Pay attention, Steven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, from there, they go back to Krakoa with all the mutants that they rescued and Magneto gets this godly welcome that everyone is just so happy to see him. He's like, oh, the, Mag- the great Magneto is here. Yeah, all the kids clean. We're like, can I come with you on your yeah. next fight? And he's like, I fight so you kids don't have to fight. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what about when they invade? I'm surely they will. 
He's like, well, let them try or something. No, it's still just his superiority complex rolling through. Yeah. And then Cyclops even makes a mention, too, of, like, Polaris says something about it, and he's like, let him enjoy it. This is what he's always wanted. Oh, yeah, he also <laughs> said, like, he looks young again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she says that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have that little, I thought, kind of odd moment. Cyclops and Polaris are, like, on a little walk talking, and she's essentially asking if he, like, buys into all of this. And he gives her the reasons of, like, why he would. But he mentions, like, you know, I have your father, I have you, and I have my family and my boy. And I thought it was really weird for him to mention, like, to everything he could pick out that he has Polaris. Like, how many of these women are getting down with Cyclops right now? I mean, they they have a lot in Marvel. Like, Spider-Man's been with how many different girls? One. Mary Jane, that's okay. it. I'll hear nothing else about it. I'll hear nothing else about it. He's supposed to be a nerd as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Cyclops isn't a nerd, though. He's just Wolverine, dude, uninteresting. I think Wolverine's been with more girls than he has. He's been alive for like 50 billion years, and pretty sure <laughs> he probably has. I'm talking about in the past like 10 years. <laughs> I mean, probably. He's, been with like, he's also been with Gene. I think, I don't he's know been he's with Nightcrawler. He's had the same with Emma. He's had the with Nightcrawler. That's like a big fan theory. Really? Yeah, that they have like, I'll have to show you at some point in time, there's a cover from an old, like an older issue. Not like old, but like from a previous issue, and it's very sexual, and it's Wolverine and... Nightcrawler on the front of it, and like one of them's half naked or naked, and the other one's like approaching the other one. It's like, what are we doing here? Hmm. Hmm. There's been a fan theory before that um, Spider Man and Johnny Blaze. 100. percent No wait, John- they're fucking. Johnny Blaze. They're fucking. Human Torch. Yeah, Johnny Blaze. No, okay. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Okay. Johnny Blaze is Ghost Rider. Uh, there is a gay Wolverine. There's an alternate universe where he has like gold adamantium that like really prevents like sci- uh, like. It basically negate Magneto's ability to use like his force on it. What was this in? I don't remember that at all. I don't know. It was a one-off. He also dated okay. Hercules. They had like nice. the greatest like most power relationship ever. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing defeats us. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I mean Hercules is pretty OP. Yeah. He's lame too. I don't like him either. Yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like Wolverine either. He's not interesting. He's never done one cool thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, he's kind of got the Batman effect going on where he's just overexposed. He is overexposed, but he's still so interesting. Like he's also getting his own solo series. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, it's cool that of all the X-Men, they give him a chance for his own solo series. Yeah. Like he's such an underdeveloped For the first character. time ever. Yeah. yeah. We need to know more about his character. He's so mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty cool to have a Nightcrawler series. I think that would be amazing, dude. Nightcrawler's awesome. Josh would hate it. He can't stand Nightcrawler. <laughs> We're getting a Moira one. Yeah, I'm hype about that. Yeah, I hope it shows us a lot of Year 1000 with her and Wolverine together. Just so we cool can get another book with a lot of Wolverine in it. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, that will be one of the other additional ones I'll be picking up. Oh, I'm absolutely getting that. Because it's supposed to explore Yeah, what other ones a lot are coming out? They're also bringing back Giant Size X-Men, which is supposed to feature like everybody as well. Like each issue, I think it's like a rotating cast of characters. What's special about Giant Size? Does it just have additional it's pages? Big. It's it's big. It's giant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one one of the first. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but one of the first really huge and popular X Men stories came in giant size X Men. I think that's back like, in the day. I think giant size X Men is the best selling comic of all time. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, best selling like, like single issue. issue. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't be surprised. It was a big deal when it came out. So they're bringing that back. So that's cool. Yeah. Not even a new suit. It's literally they're bringing back okay. the old one. <laughs> it's a reprint for ninety nine cents, big boys. I hate when they do that. Why? The dollar reprints like this is worth nothing. Yeah, I could just read this. Still though, it's I don't know. It gives you a sense of pride and accomplishment. Not me. It makes me mad. <laughs> like I could have the real one. Yeah. I don't like it. Anyway, Stephen, you're. God, Getting I, you off track. I cannot stand you 
most times. Why do you invite me here? I don't know. But we at um not far after this we see the humans back in Orcus still up to like no good. Like they just don't learn. <laughs> they do not learn. Well, I mean, they're doing this faster than normal, so obviously they're learning faster. Well, yeah, they definitely are learning faster. But they have like a pretty nefarious conversation that I don't remember the specifics of. But it was essentially that like whatever the mutants had just done, like it doesn't really matter. Because they're working on something else. Well uh, And they're also talking about Dr. Gregor, his death, like they killed him in House and Powers. Well I thought he killed himself. Well, he died because of them. He blew himself up to okay. try to like they had protect. Go on. Their one rule is not to kill humans. They don't know that. They're one of three rules. <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> well, and it says murder no man. They'll definitely but kill them in self defense. Say like, look at what the mutants have done. There did seem to be like a lot of coffins in there. I don't think they've killed anybody yet. Oh, not that we've seen. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they killed everybody in that place they just went to. I don't think Wolverine knows how to not kill people. No, I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, he doesn't know. Do that next force. Yeah, he definitely kills stuff. Like, stop. We got <laughs> spoilers for another cast. We sort of say, like, we can't question them if you kill them all, Wolverine. <laughs> what good are questions? Berserker barrage. <laughs> <laughs> so then we already talked about like uh the young cable thing. And then they're having this big family get-together for the Summers family. And I believe, isn't this the issue where Scott gives his dad the, the, the flower? Yeah. yeah, so that he always has a, a gateway to mm -hmm. get through. That was a pretty cool moment, I guess. The Star Jammers or whatever. The Star Jammers, yeah. His dad is, um, fuck was his name? I don't know, but I know that he listened to him and Rogue have sex before in, uh, Miss Mr. and Mrs. X. Yep, that is very true. <laughs> Their dad, His dad is freaky. <laughs> He looks like an 80s space pirate. Dude, yeah, 100%. He looks like what Peter Quill left Earth seeing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what he thought he was going to yeah. go be, was that guy. Pretty much. Yeah, that was... Uh, uh, he seems yeah. like a lame character. I don't know much about him. He's he's all right. I, like, I wouldn't really? be picking up a book with him in it. But he can be funny. And he's very devious. Like He well, doesn't really care about anything. Dude, so you kind of are. Well, I mean, like, I wouldn't <laughs> pick up a solo title of him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> but the, and the Star Jammers have had books before. They have but their they, own series a bunch have. of times. Yeah. I never knew how expanded like the fucking Summers family is. Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it we haven't even seen them exactly. all yet. Really? We haven't even seen them. I feel all. like I saw so many people in those panels. Yeah, there's a lot, but there's more. Want to talk about how they do dishes? <laughs> yeah, with the Kirkoa and stuff. Yeah. It's disgusting looking. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't someone say that in the issue too? Like this is yeah, nasty. Yeah, dead. Yeah. Okay, he said, well, it. Um, Oh, yeah, he was describing the process. He's like, I shoot this ooze on it, and it digests everything and releases it as a gas. Yeah. He said, that's gross. He's <laughs> like, well, it's better than what it used to be where it thought it would improve our natural uh, functions. Talking about soap? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm talking about, like, I guess it, I don't know, made them poop differently or just made them not poop at all. I don't nice. know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so it's a compromise. <laughs> it's like, that's so weird. Also, yeah. I feel like dishes would be super easy. Yeah, all right, I'm done. Oh, wait. It tried to make them edible plates that would like improve their biological That's right, functions yeah. or something. And it didn't work. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what that edible plate tasted like. Like, do you even need food on it? Or do you just eat the plate? You probably just do that. It brings a whole new term, a whole new light to the term clear your plate. <laughs> <laughs> so then, to cap this issue off, we go back to the humans in the Orcus base. And Dr. Gregor, there are two Dr. Gregors because they're married. So the female Dr. Gregor is still alive, and she's having a conversation with the the other main big bad human, who is someone, and I can't, it's escaping me right now who he was. Apparently another blind man. Yeah. But she turns around with a crystal and says she knows how to revive her husband. So now apparently the humans also have resurrection as well. Yep. Not just the mutants. I don't know how much good this does for the humans. It's like they're not resurrecting humans with superpowers. 
<laughs> They're just other humans. Yeah, but still, I mean, they still outnumber mutants. I mean, true, true. They outnumber them by numbers, but what does that really matter? Like, when Storm can just create the global, like, a geostorm. I mean, I'm sure they can nuke Krakoa. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Or, send, you know, Sentinels. But, um... The Sentinels aren't ready yet, though. We haven't had them yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. They haven't been yet. fully created yet, yeah. We'll go through that story again at some point. I, I doubt it. They don't like to retread stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Okay. Anything else you want to say about the issue? Do you want to move on to Marauders? I mean, I like the issue overall. Uh, it was, like, the least interesting because of Cyclops. Uh, I still think Jonathan Hickman's writing is really fucking good. And the artwork was really, really cool. Like, it's very... It was very... This is the artwork that was the most in line with House and Powers. Like, it seemed like a direct continuation of that whole team. Okay. Even though I don't think it is. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. All the other books feel distinct. This one felt like it was from that. Okay, yeah. Which I, I liked. Like, it was good. I felt a little bit weaker than I what we saw in House and Powers. Oh, yeah, I don't think it was as good as House and Powers. Okay. Like, it's starting off weaker for sure. I don't like how, you know, Jim was reported as the main part of the team. She's on, like, four panels, and we don't ever see her again. It's like, okay, <laughs> thanks. And it's just, yeah, all right. We had her a little bit in uh, X-Force, didn't Dude, we? Dude, she was badass in X-Force. She was in a, a decent bit of that. That's the Jean we need. Okay. That's the Jean we need, not this making fucking dinner Jean. <laughs> <laughs> uh not this giving permission to her children to have a guns Jean. We need badass Jean. Well, she said after they, what, ate? Or something? It's just something like after you set the table or don't forget to set the table or yeah. something like that. She just brushes off what he says, like, set the table. I <laughs> uh, also still don't like her design. I hate the Marvel Girl look. I, I like it. I don't know. It's keeps growing like it. on me. It's too plain. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, My favorite look for Jean is X-Men Red, which like people hate. What's that? It's where she was wearing the blue and red and looked like she had like, shoulder pads and shit. Like People didn't like it. Oh. Almost like a, a female football outfit. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> I, I loved it. I like the design of it. And I still love her classic design. I thought this was the classic design. No, I'm sorry. I like her classic animated series design. I okay. like that one. Like the 90s design. Especially the Phoenix version of it. it seems like in Marauders, they make fun of one of Kitty Pride's like old looks. Because they said yeah. she had like rollerblades or something. Yeah. Was that a thing? Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, Kitty Pride, before she was Kitty Pride that we have now, like the badass that could be a leader, she was very much a... Like a a young, uh, not kid, but she was a younger character that was not stupid, but kind of aloof. Okay. And it's like, I don't even mean it in that way. She was just... Like a valley girl? She was nothing special. I'm just put it that way. I was like, oh, let's fucking put rollerblades on Kitty. She can be around. <laughs> this is an afterthought character. She has a pet dragon, though. Yeah, dude. She doesn't always have that either. But yeah, Lockheed. Lockheed's dope. I don't remember how she got Lockheed, but it has not always been a part of her, I don't think. It's fucking weird. He's dope, dude. I mean, he helped out... Uh, Shoot fire out of his face. He helped out Pyro. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was awesome. So it, we're getting to Marauders here. They have an interesting cast for this, and I don't know... It's like full of Omegas. Who is actually going to be on the team? Because in this issue, we only see Kitty, Storm, Pyro, and Iceman actually go on the boat and go on a mission. Yeah. But it we also... Bishop for one page. Yeah, but he's not with them. He wasn't somewhere. he's he, going to be. He's going to meet up with them, but he was somewhere else. Yeah. So we also have seen... Like you said, Bishop, but then we have Nightcrawler, Emma Frost, and Wolverine also listed in like the 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 cast panel. Like it lists oh, them as yeah. part of it, and like we see Wolverine, and he's on Krakoa, and Nightcrawler's on Krakoa with him, and and Nightcrawler's in the first page with Storm trying to bring Kitty and all the other mutants back, and then Kitty meets with Emma. So like Wolverine, Emma, and Nightcrawler don't like they're not going to be part of Marauders like on the ship. I'm assuming that team is going to be Storm, Pyro, Iceman, Bishop with Kitty as the leader, which yeah. is a pretty dope team. Yeah. yeah like two said, Omegas on Omegas. the team. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I mean, Storm and Iceman. Like, do we need anybody Is else Pyro with them? Is not a, an Omega? Oh, God, no, he's not an Omega. Okay. No. 
Apparently, there, I guess there's like two different pyros. Is there? I thought is this still Morris Sun Pyro? Okay, I thought they called him like the original or something. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I guess he's but been But this de- is the one from House I and Powers. I guess he's been dead for a while, though. Yeah, yeah, he got brought back. This is the one from House and Powers. That's Morris' kid. Okay. Yeah, and he's always been a bad guy. Pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah, he was part of Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of Little Mutants. Oh. Yeah. And now he's good, I guess. <laughs> That's why he was with Miss, he was with Mystique and with not Mara's kid, I'm sorry, Destiny's kid. He was with right? Yeah, he was with Mystique and Destiny when they captured oh, Mora yeah, and he burnt her right. alive. Yeah, he's Destiny's he child. Looked like, he looked way different in that panel though. Did he? I thought he looked like he was a lot more jacked or something. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'm stupid, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. I mean, we know you're stupid. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're wrong about this. Yeah, we don't know if I'm wrong with okay. this. I could be, but I, I believe it's the same person. But regardless, he was pretty funny in this issue, actually. Mm-hmm. He was demented. I like that. Iceman was funny, too. He had the awesome... He's demented. What about what the hell Kitty did to people? Uh, Kitty can do what she wants. Apparently. <laughs> we saw that. She does what she wants. She seemed like she was borderline Omega in that fight scene. Dude, Kitty's beast we'll get mode. to that in a second. So, freaking... I love the joke that Iceman and Kitty have near the beginning of the comic with her. So Kitty, the whole crux of this is that they come to bring all the, they're going everywhere to bring mutants back and they go to where Kitty is with a bunch of other mutants and it's Storm and Nightcrawler and they're bringing everyone home and when they all go through the portals, Kitty can't go through. Yep. It's like walking into a mirror. Yeah, except, I don't know. Except it breaks her nose. Except it seemed like it punched her back in the face because <laughs> she should not have broken her nose just by trying to walk through. Right, yeah. yeah. So then Kitty has to... I like the way she looks at the rest of the book though, with that bandage over yeah, her over nose. Yeah, over her nose. Yeah. So she has to get to Krakoa in a different means of travel, so she has to take a boat and sail there. Yep. <laughs> Which apparently she stole from somebody. She has like a little journal. Yeah, it's like, I'll return it. I'm not going to return it. Day two is like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> she got wasted off booze. And she, yeah, she says she uh, took her a little bit longer to get to Krakoa because of a whiskey-bound navigational error. Yeah, because she was drunk. Yeah. You know she was doing. Yep. I love that. So when she gets to Krakoa, her and Iceman have this little conversation, and she's telling Iceman that she can't go through the portals, and yep. it's crazy. And she goes, well, they assure me that top men are working on it, but I'd like to see these top men. And he's <laughs> like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then that same panel, it's like it's someone off screen yelling, did you get it? Yep. And it's Wolverine asking about his whiskey, but the way that it's framed in that <laughs> panel, it's like, did you get the joke? <laughs> That was really funny. I read that too. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, Wolverine's pretty stoked about getting booze. Dude, he could not care less that Kitty is there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but just takes off running through the ship. (laughs) Gotta get my whiskey. Yeah, he swam out to go pick up some booze. And that's like the extent of Wolverine. Wait, now that I think about that, he he shouldn't be able to fucking swim. That's his thing. He can't swim because of the adamantium in his bones. Well, like, how can he swim? I don't know. Yeah, he's way too heavy. (laughs) You would think so. Yeah. I don't know. He did. Whatever. I guess when whiskey's involved, he can break laws of physics. (laughs) I actually have that written down in my notes. Wolverine is happy to get alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) He was stoked. So that was his alcohol she was drinking on the way back, too. Yeah, and then they show, like, a list of everything that he wanted. He wanted a bunch of different booze. Apparently to him, like, it doesn't matter. She can't get back to the island. He's like, oh, shit, someone that has to get me stuff. Cool. Yeah. She can't come in. She has to sail here. She can just bring stuff to me. I guess Paradise doesn't have alcohol. I guess not. Yeah. Or ribs. Or Oh, yeah. Because he had that on the list, too. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they probably have like a bunch of vegan shit. Yeah. I mean, they have edible plates, so I'm not very confident <laughs> in the rib selection. <laughs> I don't know. They showed in uh, yeah another issue. They had like those warthogs or something. I, guess, I think they're like kind of mutated. Oh, the thing that was almost attacked Beast? Yeah. Yeah. That was in X-Force. I know. And Wolverine almost killed it. And then after that, we get uh, Emma eventually 
not eventually, but Emma gives Kitty the offer of a ship. Like a much better sailboat ship than she just had. This isn't a sailboat, this is a full-on ship. And she wants Kitty to essentially bring back the Marauders, but she doesn't tell her that term. She wants Kitty to run their, on the ground level, black markets operations where they go to these places that did not accept Krakoa as a sovereign nation and they're extradite, illegally extradite mutants to bring them back to Krakoa. I think also providing drugs to like a black yes. market. Yes, and they're also delivering the drugs to these places. It's like a crux for a good economy, apparently. Yes, <laughs> and so they're also doing that. So that's what Emma wants Kitty to do. And that's a very nefarious thing to ask someone to do, and of I all people, Kitty we ask saying, like I don't know. good and pure Kitty Pride. They also said that she uh, usually doesn't have a problem with like kicking people or punching people in the ribs when they don't deserve it or something. She didn't used to. Yeah, like that's why Emma likes her because she won't punch someone when they're down. Yeah, and, and Kitty kind of seems to take an insult to that. She tells an insult, and then she does it. That's later. why it seems like she's like ruthless in the next fight. In the end of the book, too, like when the fight is over, she kicks that person when they're down intentionally. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, I've got an edge now. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, then they go on their first mission, and it's her storm. Well, uh, well first we see it's because uh, there's this gate that had no traffic around it, and um, oh yeah, and Ice Man goes through to see what's yeah, going Ice on. Ice Man goes yeah. through, and there's like Russians there and like mm-hmm. full on power suits and shit. Yeah. He gets blasted. I guess he puts up a barrier, but like immediately just uh, it takes makes his powers. Him lose all his yeah. abilities. Yeah, so he just kind of takes off back through the portal. He's like, "Well, this ain't good." Yeah, he's apparently. I, <laughs> I didn't realize. That. I guess like he is a human underneath all that ice. Yeah, and he's just wearing tidy whities Yeah, or just like a g string. <laughs> Legit, <something>. just wearing <laughs> underwear and yeah. he covers himself in ice. <laughs> yeah, and he, about when Bobby. he jumped back through, Kitty was getting wasted on Wolverine's stash. Yeah, <laughs> she's just hanging around drinking. He's like, I want to fight these Russians. He's like, you think Wolverine will mind that you're getting into stash? He's like, I am the stash. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stash without me. <laughs> so, yeah, they have to go on this mission to rescue the mutants that are being held in Russia because yeah. they can't get through the portal. We also saw other places that are doing that, though, because it showed, like... They show Bishop Cor- and somewhere else. Well, yeah, also, I think Korea has people guarding their gate, and, like, it was, like, Taiwan... Yeah, they're ready for it. Yeah. So this is another reason to have the Marauders exist. Like, uh, Wolver- or the mutants don't create families. They take families away. Her husband disappeared, and no one's telling That's her right. anything. And Bishop tries to approach her and says, like, we don't have any records of this. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you or whatever. Definitely doesn't seem like she's telling the truth. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. And I, it seems like everyone has a psychic connection with Emma Frost because he tells her that, like... Uh, Oh, I guess he just relayed the message that they're not being friendly towards mutants either. Yeah. Well, I mean, Emma's a super powerful telepath, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, but jeez. She can connect with anyone. She's almost as powerful as Jean and, uh, and Xavier. And there have been times where she has been as powerful as them. She's like psychic battled each of them and defeated each of them at sep- different points in time. Depends on the writer. Yeah, true. <laughs> but I mean, no, a lot of writers have done a lot to make, to bring Emma's level up. Like, she's in line with them almost. It's a big deal. I know a couple of years ago, like a bunch of mutants got depowered, and she was one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. Yeah, because she's out here, she's out here coaxing humans into doing stuff they don't want to do. Yeah, being a part of the Quiet Council. Yep, I love Emma. I th- I love the way that she's written in this too. She's very devious, but still very like she's on the side of the mutants. She's on quote unquote the good team, but she's still like I'm I'm Emma Frost, you know. I'm still yeah. still gonna do things my way. I like that. So, yeah, they have to go out to Russia. And it, like I said, it's just those four that actually go. Kitty, Pride, Storm, Pyro, and Iceman. Which and I mean, Lockheed. You don't, yeah, I mean, obviously Lockheed. <laughs> you really don't need more than that, but it's like... We have all these other characters in the book, but those are the only four well, that are going to be on this team. Well, they have a thing that depowers mutants. Yeah? 
Yeah, so. So bring a bunch of them so they can't depower all of you. That's why they did that. <laughs> well, no, they, they only Ice brought Man, four. Iceman is a Omega level. So is Storm. Yeah. Yeah. We never really see her do anything fucking bonkers, though. That's because it's Storm. She uses her powers and kills the entire nation. <laughs> she creates a Geostorm and says everybody's dead. Exactly. Why doesn't she do that? Because she doesn't want to kill them all. I'm sure. Whatever, man. That's bitch level stuff. Because <laughs> Aurora's a good person. Even though she's apparently a fascist now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they go out there to do that, and they have like a fucking really badass fight scene where Kitty just dismantles everything around her. Yeah. In like, like really clever started, ways. Because uh, the dude in the mecha suit was like, uh, no more side of the vo- uh, any mutants since that Omega. Shame. I was kind of looking forward to a fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they show up, and he's like, not much without your powers already, because he depowers Iceman again. Yeah. And... Uh, Kitty convenient through the suit and it's just convenient like, how much without your uh, suit are you? It's convenient how when they show up, like the first mutant to get depowered, it's the Omega. The one it's that like, can wipe done. out the team single-handedly. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then it seems like all the other mutants back off and Kitty just dismantles everybody by yeah, herself. Beats, beats all their asses. She freaking, what is it called? Phases into a tank and like pulls somebody in, in through the tank? Well, yeah, at first though, like someone tries to shoot her. It's like, oh, it's a hologram. She can't hurt us and then just punches him <laughs> in the fucking side of the neck. <laughs> Like, that dude's going to have night pains for the rest of his life. For sure. <laughs> and then she gets a sword from someone. She gets her uh, pirate sword. Yeah. From that one dude who tries to stab her with it. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Which doesn't work. I like how she... Uh, someone tries to shoot her. She takes a gun away from him. And then she's like, I wonder if you have non-lethal rounds for civilians. Oh, and shoots him in the and leg, right? she set, tells him, I don't know. She insults him, and then she shoots him in the knee. She's like, huh, too bad for your sake or whatever. I was yeah. like, god damn, dude, she's ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Then phases it into these two different soldiers' legs at the same time. Yeah, that was rough. It's like, you know what bullets can do to a human body, but what about a gun? Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, puts it into their legs. And I was like, god, you're not supposed to kill someone. You definitely severed an artery right there. <laughs> oh, no, those people are probably going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, at the very least, they're getting their legs amputated. For sure. Because <laughs> now they're Siamese twins with a gun. <laughs> yeah, which is just awkward. <laughs> or by a gun. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Kitty obliterates everybody out there. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. And then she gets her pirate sword, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Because she's got to have that to be the pirate captain. And then I guess there was a camera somewhere. And I was like recording all that? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, keep recording. And then there's like a finger gun towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, the marauders are here. And I was like, it's a full splash page. It's kind of lame. It's like, it's Kitty, dude. She's corny. Okay. <laughs> she's cheesy. I love that about her. Yeah, the Marauders are back. And then someone mentions later on too about that name. And she goes, I, was, I don't I was care like, for it. It's like on the spur of the moment. She goes on the spot. It's like, that's the name you had to use? That's like traditionally a villain. She kind of had a decent point because she didn't think that she d- wasn't sure if like the council and the X Men overall would be okay with being associated with what they're doing. Yeah, so they're the Marauders, which yeah. is typically a villain nefarious group. So they can claim we don't have anything to do with those people. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to, yeah. Yeah, if they wanted to, yeah. Kind of cool. I guess they have that scapegoat. And throughout this issue, she's been wanting Storm to like be part of the team, but Storm has been reluctant. She doesn't want to do it. She agrees to go on this mission with them, and then she brings it back up to her again, and Storm does agree to be on the mission, be on the team, and this is a nice little way that they tell you why Storm is on this team, but she's not the leader when she definitely should be on a team she's in. Like She's a leader character because she doesn't want to deal with Emma on a consistent basis, face-to-face. Oh, yeah. face. I don't really want to deal with her, so you're the cat. You... I will be on this team, but I'm just a member. You have to be the one that deals with all that stuff. Good good job pointing that out. I didn't think of that. Yeah. It's Storm. I mean, she's been a leader of the X-Men herself. Yeah. I mean, so has Kitty, oh, but Storm say, for a much they, longer time. They talk about Kitty and how apparently she used to be a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's been I a leader of the that. team. And the Mr. and Mrs. X, when we were reading that, Kitty was the current leader at that point in time of the X-Men. Oh, really? Of, of most of them. Yeah. She was like the in the Xavier head type role. That's cool. Yeah. 
Like she's been there before. Cyclops, Jean Grey has. Emma Frost has before as well. Storm has. Uh, something we kind of skipped over is when they talk to Pyro. They talk about how. Uh, well, he mentions that apparently he was one of the first mutants to be resurrected, and mm-hmm. he felt it's pretty special for that. We found out apparently, I guess he was kind of the guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's see if this works. <laughs> he seemed pretty <laughs> depressed about that. And I was like, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> that's why he's on the Marauders team too. Also, like. Apparently he can control fire, but does he need fire to be around? Does he not make it? Because he said he needed a light, and that's when they call no, him yeah. Lockheed. I think Pyro only controls it. He can't create it. I don't think he's like Iceman where he can create the ice. Pyro that's can kinda, just control that's the fire. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he has the flamethrower thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought that was kind of a cool thing, though. They had Lockheed help out Pyro, and then he's like, "There's an another panel." Way. Where I was like, "That definitely seems like people should have died right there," because he doused those people in flames. <laughs> Just flamethrowered all of them. Yeah. It's an interesting way to use Lockheed. I like that. Yeah. And then to close out the issue, we get my least favorite part of the whole thing where earlier Kitty has told Emma that she goes by Kate, but no one else knows that. Oh, yeah. And to close the issue, she's like, you know, we are the Marauders, blah, blah. And she's like, she also told Emma that she accepted her uh, offer, both of them. She tells her that she accepts both her offers to one, be the leader of the ship to go and do save mutants, and two, to do the black market drug dealing. Like, I'll do both things. And then she tells everyone on the boat, she goes, and call me Kate. Yeah. That's like how it ends. Like, I hate that. I hate Kate Pride. She is Kitty. I, I mean, do, fucking don't like that. You can call her Kitty if you want to. But they're not going to refer to her that in the story anymore. You don't know about that. And the Kate thing is not new. She's been instituting that for like the past couple of years now. This is not like a, a thing they just started. They've been trying to like actively work towards her being Kate Pride. It's like the more grown up version of Kitty. Okay. Kitty is the young, you know, kind of innocent girl. And then now Kate Pride is like the edgy badass, and then she's older now, and she's a leader and shit. I mean, I don't know. I fucking hate it. And they never, ever call her by her actual mutant name, which is Shadowcat. Oh. Which is a badass name. I know. But no one ever calls her that. that. Yeah. yeah, her name is Shadowcat. <laughs> That's her mutant name. No one ever calls her that. That's just Kitty Pride. Yeah. You want to talk about any of those sinister secrets? Yeah, I don't remember any of them. Do Neither you? do I. <laughs> Open the issue up. Let's look at them. Okay, one second. Okay, so we looked up the Sinister Secrets. We got them now. What are we going on here? Sinister Secret 11. Whispers on the wind that a certain mutant undergoing a new phase of their life is sitting on quite an offer. It won't last, but I wonder if they'd be surprised to know they were not the first nor the second choice. Perhaps the third time's the charm. (gasps) Oh, my God. Who could that be? That's definitely not Kate Pride. (laughs) (laughs) That's 100% who that is. Yeah. So, also, this leads me to believe that she is not the Red King. Maybe not. Because she that's like she was just brought in to be on the Marauders. She can't get into Kokoa through portals. She's not going to sit on the Quiet Council. So who the hell is the Red King then? I don't know. I don't like that it's not Kitty. I thought you read a leak that she Kate. was the... No, uh, I don't. I think that was the one name that everyone couldn't see. Oh, okay. That was still blotted out. Like, we couldn't tell. Well, next one. Sinister Secret 12. Humanity's health and well-being was never a popular topic around Bar Sinister. But now that Krakow and medicines are keeping us afloat, we probably ought to pay attention to the changing of the tides at Hellfire Bay. We hear one of the seas to be carefully navigated is deep in red. Okay. Namor? I would oh, assume. Yeah. He's out there killing folk. <gasps> oh, shit. The Red King. Na- oh. Hmm. I've never thought about it. Namor is actually a king. And remember, the one time we've seen him was when Xavier goes to him and he's like, you're a child and you're not serious. Come back when you're serious. And when you come back, know what the fuck that means. Because that means we're at war with fucking humans. Yeah, if it's a Red Sea, I bet Namor's out there fucking murdering people. We'll see. God, Namor's amazing. We need more of him. We, I want a fucking Namor solo title from Hickman. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he's a beast. 13. Speaking of the black and the white, not everyone got their invite. Mm, Quite a faux pas. We hope there's not a fight. 
Speaking of the black and the Speaking white, no, the everyone got their invite. White. Is that a reference to? Is that a future reference? What happened to Domino and X Force? I doubt it. She's black and white. Yeah, but I mean, she was working with them. Speak it, read it again. Speaking of the black and white night, everyone got their invite. Quite a faux pas. We hope there's not a fight. Hmm. I don't know who that would be in reference to them. Neither do I. But it's obviously setting up conflict. 14. Humans wearing sheets always lead to trouble. Who are these kooky new Lukey Loos crowding our gates? Uh, that's the people, like, I'm assuming that are all the different countries. That's, I, mean, I, think, I would assume it's referencing all the countries that are, like, literally crowding the gates waiting for people to come through it to kill them. Yep. Hmm. But the reference to Mr. KKK for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> 15. We hear the slow boat is built to oh, catch all no, the eyes. Oh, no, sorry. That is, a, 100%, that is a future reference to X-Force because we saw them open that and they said wear the white sheets but everyone around that human table was wearing masks that Domino tried to infiltrate mm-hmm. and they were talking about they're trying to nail down the mutant the quote unquote mutant crisis they want to stop the mutants and kill them and that's where the team that invaded Krokoa came from I bet that's in reference to that okay and last one we hear the slow boat is built to catch all the eyes but it's the one under the radar that's really turning heads I mean, I would assume that also has to do with the Marauders. I don't know. They said under the sea, so. Oh, you right. did say under the sea. I don't know then. I don't know. I know that I don't like you, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow. <I don't> <laughs> cool. All right. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So we're just going to keep covering like all the X-Men titles? I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't. I would assume. I mean, they're pretty bad. Next week, if Josh is uh, available, it'll be me and him, and I don't know what he wants to do. Uh, I would assume we're probably going to catch back up on Odyssey, because we're like three or four issues behind on that. Uh, well, a new one comes out this week. Okay, that's probably what we'll end up doing the is last, catching up. Uh, the last of the new, well, <laughs> last of the new current X-Men series comes out this Wednesday, Fallen Angels. Doesn't matter. And nice after too. that, we got to wait like a few more months, and then X- Wolverine will have his own fucking series. Oh, you mean a few more months for a new series, because yeah. they're still going to keep making these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As far Wait, as Wolverine's not the next like one coming. The next one coming is either Giant or Mora. No, it's Wolverine. Are you positive? Because Giant or Mora comes out in like January or February, I thought. Positive. Mm, that's lame. Then we'll have like Final, uh, Fantastic Four across X-Men. Yeah. That's Gears. a limited one, though. Yeah, thank God. Uh, I assume Moira will probably be limited. I don't see how that could be ongoing. I'm still waiting for like, where the fuck is X-23? She has been on like two variant covers, and she's, she's on the variant for X-Force 2. She's going to be in Fallen yeah, Angels. Yeah, but where is she, period, in any of this? Like, we haven't even seen her at all until Fallen Angels comes out. Oh. And she's been, like, on variant covers. I don't know. We'll see. Fucking annoying. Uh, and next, uh, Fallen Angels was Young Cable, right? Young Cable. It's Young Cable, Psylocke. Psylocke well, it's Quan Psylocke. Yeah. And uh, Laura, X-23. Yep. <laughs> Fucking okay. Because <laughs> we need anybody else on that team. What do you mean? Like, they only have three, and they, they don't need any more. Oh, fucking! I mean, um, all nearly omega ass cable out there with those. If he didn't have that technovirus, he'd be at omega level. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know anything about him, really. He's overpowered as shit, dude. How? Yeah, dude. Cable would definitely be an omega or near omega. He has telepathic abilities. Te- he telek- was on the list. Telekinetic freaking abilities. That dude's obs- insane. He's at one point in time and had psychic ability or psionic abilities, like with projections and shit. Like well, that guy's was on the list of omegas. No, because the techno organic virus that ha- that courses through his blood, like nurses abilities. That's he also has a clone named Strife, that's a clone of him that does not have the virus, and he is overpowered as butt fucked. Really? Yes, dude. Strife is a beast. He's always a villain, pretty much always. <laughs> He's amazing. 
Yeah, he's a clone of Cable with all of Cable's abilities and no virus. He's amazing. Huh. Yeah. So Cable would definitely be, he'd be on the list. And speaking of that, I don't think, from the Summer's Clem, I don't think we've seen Nate Gray yet, or I don't even know if we're gonna. So I think he might be the only Summer's Clem we haven't seen, because I forgot that we have seen Hope, and she's part of the five. Oh, that's a crowded house. Yeah, no shit, dude. Also, they live, Hope on, wasn't the, there, was they live on the moon. Hope wasn't there. No. Yeah, because she she's stays with the five. People. They all live together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, quick mention that apparently, uh, oh, whatever. I'll what? mention it real quick. Uh, Gold Balls is now called Egg. Yeah, <laughs> that's his name now. It's like, dude, that's a no better. <laughs> hey, man, he's so popular. He helps revive people. I mean, yeah, his power that seemingly was a joke actually meant something. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Like, give him purpose. I like that Hickman's done that to a lot yeah, of, like, lesser known. That apparently, Deadpool once came back from the future and. <laughs> Whatever, fuck <laughs> it. Andrew all the time. Uh, Deadpool came back from the future and was like praising Gold Balls back in the day. Yeah, no, it's like yeah, you talked about you're that. You're a legend. <laughs> yeah, and now he actually is. Yeah. Speaking of that, where's Deadpool in all this? He's a mutant. Uh, How come he's not on Krakoa? Is he? Yeah, he's a mutant. He's healing factor. That's his mutant ability. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's too busy being a merc. Yeah, he's too busy doing his own thing. I think his own series came out by now. Uh, he's got. I think he's got a series out, but I know that soon. Sometimes towards the end of this year, it may have already happened. I don't think so, but Kelly Thompson is taking over his book or starting a new Deadpool book. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was talking about. Hype is shit for that. Damn it, that's something I wanted to fucking add to my pull list. Oh, well, I don't think it's out yet, so you can still try and do that. Yeah, I just forgot. No, something else I was going to add to the other day when I went, or yesterday when I went, and I thought of it on the way there, forgot it, left, and now I can't remember what it is. Was it the Wonder Woman Dead Earth? No, I don't like Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's a, a joke. I love Wonder Woman. I know. You had a King Thor. Yeah, yeah, I did add that. Had got to get that, dude. Fuck, man. the first two issues were so amazing. All right, <laughs> all right, settle down. Planets exploding and stuff—it's no big deal. Oh, I wanted to get. Oh no, I don't know. I might get Donny Cates' run on Thor. I'll read it for sure. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? I'll get it digitally. I'm not sure if I'm gonna pull it. It's called like the Black Ocean. Yeah, dude, Donny Cates is amazing. Yeah. Anyways, that's gonna be it for this week. Next week should be. Uh, myself and Josh, I assume we're going to be going over Justice League Odyssey and catching up. I don't know yet, uh, so don't hold me to that. Keep yourself calm. What Danny you DeVito might make a guest appearance. Danny DeVito? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely won't. He's <laughs> not. He's not invited. Yeah, well, I also want to see what he thinks about uh, Colin Farrell being the new Penguin. <laughs> you feel him taking over your role? Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit us up on all of our socials and all that good jazz. Tell your friends about us. Like the podcast. Rate us. All that stuff, and uh, we'll see you next time. I might. I won't, actually. <laughs>